Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Back in hour number two of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One Happer, zero Schaefers. And that is how we are rolling today. And by we, I mean me. And you. So I guess it is a we. 402-464-5685. Give us a call. Send us a text on the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Hammond text line. At four zero two four six four five six eight five, keep me company throughout the show. There's there's actually a whole bunch. We haven't really had the start to the show yet. We had Parker um, to kind of start the show, and then Rico there for uh, rumor dispelling uh, segment, aka true or false. We'll have NFL reaction, overreaction. Um, I have uh, cobbled together a brief list of some moments of the year. Some real genuine moments where you felt good. And there were some. Unfortunately, they were almost immediately followed by disaster. But we'll get to that a little bit in the uh, in the 10 o'clock hour. So we have some things coming up on the show today. Let's first um, sift through the, the kind of news of the day yesterday. It's, it's a little bit of a dead period right now as far as Nebraska football is concerned. Um, still... Three, still two openings on the on the football staff with Tony Tuioti leaving. Two full time openings on the football coaching staff. Uh, Tony Tuioti leaving, and then you have to kind of decide what you're going to do at running back or special teams coach. Maybe it makes it a little bit easier in a way. Maybe it makes it a little bit more difficult in a way. Talked about that with Parker there um, in the first hour. If you missed that conversation, you could check it out at theticketfm.com or on the podcast page. Um, feel free to do so. It's always a good chat with him. But. Um, the, the news yesterday was was that Chubba Purdy, a freshman quarterback, he just completed his second year, so you really know, never know how to say how old guys are anymore. Uh, but freshman quarterback from Florida State that Mark Whipple had a previous relationship with. He was at Pitt, and in fact, in Chubba Purdy's living room, uh, I think, man, one of the first, one of the last few days before he ultimately resigned at Pitt and then took the job at Nebraska. So recruiting him um, out of the transfer portal there, kept that connection, gets the offer now from Nebraska. And I, I gotta say, um, it, it now this is all off feel. This is about, this is about as hot as the quarterback. Um, the quarterback search meter has gotten so far, I think. And Purdy brings up a really interesting kind of set of circumstances for Nebraska because I, I think, and, and maybe we just have to get off of this thought, but I think the idea is in the portal, especially how it all builds up, I mean, the situation for Nebraska is 
Um, you know, it's been talked about a lot, but you can rehash through it. It's it's kind of winner go home this this year for Nebraska football. Um, they brought in a new offensive coordinator. It's got to work right away. It's got to look a little bit different. They got to score some points next year. The defense will be, I think, a little bit down. Um, so they're going to have to lean on that a little bit more, and they're going to have to win win some football games next year. Go 500. Go better than 500. And maybe you know we'll we'll see what the uh, mutually agreed upon metrics end up being for Scott Frost and his staff next year. But that's a situation, and that's a situation that probably lends itself to having a quarterback with a little bit of experience, right? A little bit of been there, done that, because it has to hit the ground running. There can't be too many uh, hiccups early on. In fact, there can't really be any hiccups early on. Nebraska can't lose a game in September and October, really. I mean, they get they get Oklahoma. And I'll pull up their schedule right now. Um, but that it's, it's pretty light out of the gate for Nebraska in their first six go Northwestern, Georgia, Southern, Oklahoma, Rutgers, um, Indiana. That's six, right? Yeah. And that's a stretch where you can, you, you should realistically feel good about going five and one regardless. So if Nebraska is going to be taking lumps, against Northwestern or, you know, Rutgers, that's that's relatively early in the season where you could expect a freshman to kind of just be, or a young guy to kind of just be working into it. Now, as Parker and I talked about, do they need experience? Is it a is it a definitive, this is exactly what we're looking for in our starting quarterback? No, but Purdy brings up a really, like I said, a really interesting set of circumstances because he doesn't fit that. He's a younger guy who um, hasn't played a lot, and he was just looking at his stats, what little he has. He he played in three games in 2020. Uh, he threw 53 passes, two touchdowns, and a pick. And in 2021, he played in one game, completed all five of his passes, and threw for two touchdowns, actually, in uh, what seems like some mop-up time at Florida State. Um but I don't know that he exactly fits the profile of like this guy has to this guy's gonna hit the ground running. And now, on the other hand, let's look at it from his shoes, from his perspective. If you're leaving a program like Florida State, are you leaving with the intention of being a starter right away? I can't say for sure, but that's usually what you see. I mean, that's that's usually what you see. And all these conversations happen behind the scenes, so it's hard to know. But I would love to see Nebraska in a situation next year. And I, I think, as of right now, I'll lay out for you kind of my dream scenario. As of right now. Now, who who else is going to enter the portal? I don't know. Um, things change in a heartbeat, but as of... December 28th at 9 o'clock in the morning, here's my dream scenario. Nebraska gets Casey Thompson from Texas. He ends up being their starting quarterback. It's a guy with a, a, a bunch of experience and starting experience at Texas over the last few years. Two years, mostly. I was looking at his stats this morning, too. Uh, yeah, he's he's been the starter... He was the starter last year. He had played in mop-up duty the two years before that. So this would be his fourth year in college in 2022. You know, great family lineage. 
all that stuff. For Casey, he checks the boxes in that regard. And he's a little, um, you know, as far as his style as a quarterback, maybe a little gambly. At times, you could get a you could get a high ceiling. You could also get a low floor at times, as well. And I think Nebraska needs a little bit of gamble in them in 2022. You know, you're going to have to have a couple hands where you where you play a fifty dollar hand instead of a fifteen dollar hand or five or whatever it might be, whatever table you're sitting at. And I think Casey Thompson has a little bit of that in him. So as of right now, I mean, I, I think he's the guy that he's one of the top guys in the portal overall right now with the people that have come and gone through it, like the Rattlers and the Slovises and Miles Brennan and Spencer. I think I said Spencer Rattler already. I mean, probably, you know, Dylan Gabriel, handful of other quarterbacks that have been high profile and entered the portal and then went out of it and have already secured other Power 5 jobs. Casey Thompson feels like a really good option right now. I feel like getting him would be a big win for Nebraska. It would be it would be something to get excited about. Him and Mark Whipple's offense. I don't know now realistically how close is Nebraska to doing that. I have no idea where the heat meter is on that. No idea. Have they contacted? I'm sure. Has everybody contacted? You bet. You know, which program that doesn't have a quarterback right now wouldn't want an experienced starter from Texas. You know, high high major, high power five school, that type of thing. Nobody wouldn't want that. So, yeah, Nebraska's, I'm sure, contacted. I'm sure everybody else has, too. The other part of this dream scenario is Purdy. It involves Purdy. And bringing him in to be a um, a good backup option with the idea that Casey Thompson is here for a year, potentially two if he exhausts his eligibility, and he takes over shortly. Like I said, from Purdy's standpoint, do you want to do that coming out of play, coming from Florida State? I don't know what his mindset is. I'm not sure. Maybe the relationship with Whipple there is strong enough where he, you know, he comes along for that role. I, I mean, that would be the dream scenario. Is is Nebraska likely to hit the dream scenario? I don't know. Could they be okay with just Purdy? Maybe. Maybe. I just don't know if he's exactly what you would want from an, from an experience standpoint at, at this point in the game. And frankly, I just like Thompson a little bit better as a player. So that's where Nebraska – it feels like right now um, maybe the heat the heat map is – you know it's getting a little warmer for Nebraska at the quarterback spot. But like I said, I, I don't think they're – at this – like I, the only thing – they haven't got a quarterback yet and we get impatient about it, and that's kind of the thing, right? We just, we just sit here and it's like, man, who are they going to get here? Is it, is it time to be nervous yet? And I think the answer to that is a no. There will be guys that enter, but at the same time, you can't pass up guys or you can't miss out on so many guys 
that you look up at the end of it is like, oh, we missed all of our chances. You know, you're at uh, you're at Target. It's a busy Saturday, and you go down the lanes. You're looking for a parking spot, and you see a pretty good one, but you think, ah, you know, let's wait. Let's let's keep rolling down here, and let's see if we can get one better. Sometimes there's just not one better. And then you either got to look like an idiot and back up or, you know, swoop around and the spot's gone. And I think it, it would that would be the case in this scenario. So it's a real tricky game as far as Nebraska's concerned here. What they do have in their pocket is the fact that they, they are offering a starting spot. They are offering a starting quarterback spot with a potentially attractive offense at a Power 5 school in the Big Ten. That's not nothing. That's not nothing. That's a pretty big deal. So, um, it's a, it's not a situation where you're going to, where I'm panicking anytime soon here, but you would like to see them lock it up just for the sake of locking it up, right? There's certain comfort in pulling in that spot. But also, I mean, on the other side of that, you want to pull in the medium spot at Target and then walk up and say, ah, crap, I could have had that one up there. You know? It's kind of how I look at it as far as the quarterback is concerned for Nebraska right now. So, and it's now, I guess the analogy doesn't quite hit in this area it's not as simple as i'm going to just take this spot because there is another person on the side of this and is you know it's casey thompson or uh, chubba purdy like casey thompson even if nebraska were to put all the if they were to pull into that spot if they were to um you know if they were to use their cards there push in their chips there then casey thompson could still say no in that case, you, you move on to the next one. So I guess that's where the analogy doesn't quite hit. But that's the trickiness of, of the situation that Nebraska's in right now, and a lot of schools are in, looking for a transfer portal quarterback. Like I said, 402-464-5685, uh, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Hammond text line, they're both open for you. <laughs> Justin on the text line says, call Bryce Young and ask him how much NAL money he wants. That'd uh, be kind of crazy if Bryce Young were to transfer from uh from Alabama at this point. I don't know. Who knows? We're in a weird place with the transfer portal. That much is for sure. There have been some guys that entered and I've been like, huh? Really? I think the most jarring one was uh what last week when that Wyoming guy showed up on national TV. He's like, wow, who is this guy? He's pretty good. Having a great day in the uh in the potato bowl. I turn on the game. He's he's streaking down the sideline. This guy's pretty good. Craig Bull's got something. He's in the transfer portal like 15 hours later. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. It doesn't have to be a bad thing, and Nebraska can use it to their advantage as well. Like I said, they're offering a really, you know, how many, I mean, we can honestly go down the list. And not that it's an enviable situation compared to your peers. But think about it. 
Nebraska has a little bit of a, a little bit of fresh air breathed into their program right now with a new offense or a different offense in Mark Whipple. A couple new offensive assistants. Some recruiting buzz maybe with Mickey Joseph. Right? So you reshape that a little bit. It's no more Adrian Martinez, and frankly, the spot's wide open. Heinrich Harburg and Logan Smothers are aware of that. But how many how many schools out there, and especially how many Big Ten schools, can offer the idea of, you can come here, play for a year or two, however it goes, right? Score a bunch of points. Theoretically, this is all in theory. This is a recruiting pitch. That's how it works in theory. Score a bunch of points. Throw a bunch of touchdowns. You have good offensive weapons at wide receiver. I mean, we see a lot of experienced guys in the portal. And, you know, I, I remember talking to Samari Toure specifically about this. I mean, when, when he's got all of those options on the table, transferring as an FCS All-American last year, and he's got a bunch of them, he's looking at very, very specific things. What's your roster look like? It's not just like a recruiting pitch and relationships and stuff like that. It, that that still plays a factor. But there's a, there's a little bit more of a maturity here when it comes from the transfer portal. These guys have been through the recruiting process a couple times. It's not all like, hey, what can you... What can you show me? How cool are your facilities? And that that also plays a role, like I said. But it's a little bit more specific. They've been through it. So which quarterback wouldn't want to come in and say, and and be presented with the idea that they have Xavier Betts and they have Omar Manning and they have Oliver Martin and they have an untapped weapon in Thomas Fedoni? A new offense? And you're playing at Nebraska, and that checks all the boxes of the you know the facilities and all that other stuff that I mentioned before. And you get to play in the Big Ten. I don't know. That's that's the only way Nebraska can sell it right now because that's what's working for them, right? Like I said, is it enviable? Is it enviable to the situation that Ohio State's in right now? They're going to have a Heisman contender coming back next year. No, no. I mean, I'd rather be in Ohio State shoes. Right, so I'm not not exactly comparing it to that, but um, you know, there's opportunities for improvement here, and there's at the very least opportunities for a breath of fresh air, and I think that's a, a lot of what Nebraska kind of desires, or what I certainly desire out of Nebraska as a program right now. Like I said, four zero two four six four five six eight five, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Hammond Text Line. Uh, Jake and Lincoln says still wondering why Frost and Whipple don't have more confidence in Smothers. Dual threat works on his throws. I, you know, I I don't know that they don't. I, I, Mark Whipple, when asked directly about you know what he wants to see in a quarterback a few weeks ago, really didn't talk at all about the physical traits or the you know anything. He definitely didn't mention anything about biomechanics. You know, he he talked about the type of competitor that they need. You know, they got off on that whole tangent about being a jerk. Don't think I could say the other word in the radio. Being a jerk. You know, so I, and, and, and from what I've heard and from how he kind of 
laid it out to all of us. The guys that he has in that room right now, although he's new to it, have checked some of those boxes. So I don't know that that's out of the running. I don't know that it's out of the running. You just think about skill set a little bit from a from a you know bird's eye view, and I don't know that Logan's quite hit hit those marks yet. Doesn't mean he can't. Still young. But like I said before, you need. I think you need a little bit more of a ready-made guy, a guy to come in and have success. If you're if you're trying to get Logan Smothers to be something that he he hasn't been so far, that needs time. It's it's Alonzo Verge in basketball, right? I love the idea that Alonzo Verge can be a can be a distributor because he occupies all these traits. He has all these traits, but has he been it throughout his career so far? No, he was a, he was a six man coming off the bench at Arizona State, filling it up. You know, so it's a tough ask for him early to be point guard, distributor, and make everything look seamless. Right? Not that it can't still work. Because it can. But I, it's it's a similar deal with, with Logan. I wouldn't shut the door on that. I wouldn't. Uh, let's take a phone call here uh, from Eric on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Good morning, Eric. Yeah, good morning. So i got a question for you. You're you're rolling through all these quarterbacks, and you you talk about the receivers and you know, scoring points and all this, but aren't these quarterbacks going to also look at the protection they have I mean, what guy yeah. is really going to want to come here when he knows that he's going to be running for his life half the time? I mean, that's got to be part of the equation. For sure. When a guy's looking at coming here, the line has been terrible for some time. And I just don't believe that it's it's that simple to just take a, any one of these guys and just say, hey, come here, and they're not going to look at everything. Yep. Because some of these guys aren't, you know, they're not ready-made. I don't think any of them are. And everybody talks about this, you know, Whipple. Oh, he did this and that, and this guy's in the highs. You know, that went to the Heisman finals. It took him three years to get that guy to that. For they sure. don't have three years, or supposedly. But there's part of me that doesn't believe that. I think that they're in the back of their mind. This is really the way they've structured this coaching staff. Unless it just totally falls out, and they're three and nine again. They're going to end up with another year. I, I don't believe they're just going to run all these guys out the door, no matter what Albert says. Hmm. So I just don't see him getting this this magical quarterback to come in here and do all this. I think Smothers could be good. We don't know. But it's like everybody's just writing those two guys off. It may end up being that's what they have. Yeah. So good luck to them. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. That's about all I can say. So, good luck to him. I love the dismount there. Uh, appreciate the call, Eric. No, for sure. I, I think you made some good points there. Right? Like I said, um, you know, the experienced guys in the transfer portal—they look at everything, and yeah, they'll see. They'll see that the offensive line hasn't been up to snuff over the last couple of years. I think the the rebuttal to that from the Nebraska perspective. I was just trying to give you the Nebraska pitch, right? the receivers, and, and the what could be. That's what you sell in recruiting. It's hope. It's possibility. Um, here's what you could look like when it is when it is at its best. But you're right, Eric. 
it took, it's not going to be magical that Nebraska just has Kenny Pickett next year. It took some time for that to really develop. That's why I think, you know, having a, a little bit more of a short-term guy was probably the answer. But yeah, you're right. He's going to look at the, the, that new player is going to look at the the offensive line and say, man, I don't know if that's the best situation, but it's a, it's an in totality thing, right? What is that? You know, it's not just that Nebraska has a bad offensive line. They have a bad offensive line. Let's just say they do, you know, and we're looking at this in like a kind of binary sense, right? They have a bad offensive line, but they have good receivers. But they check boxes as it pertains to what you want in a program, right? Maybe you have a connection with the offensive coordinator. So it just goes point, 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 point. And maybe there's a solution to a little, you know, a, a solution to worse offensive line play than you might see elsewhere. And that solution is we're going to get the ball out quick and we're going to make it easier on those guys. We're going to make them look a little bit better. It's a sell, but that's what it is. It, you know, it's 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 a sell, right? So like I said, 402-464-5685, uh, the Honda of Lincoln hotline and the Sarder Heyman text line. They're both open for you guys. We'd love to hear from you on this. I, I want to get maybe back to it a little bit later. Uh, I, we also have some moments of the year. Yes, believe it or not, moments of the year that I've picked out. Also, a lot of talk today about um, opting out of bowl games and all that comes with that. We can have a nuanced conversation about that. Doesn't have to be black or white, once again. We'll explain that a little bit later in the show. We'll come back with NFL Reaction Overreaction next. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life and the Chime Checking Account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime Checking Account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply.